Welcome back to Sad Girl Hours. Happy October, you guys. This is my favorite month of the entire year. I love fall overall. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, October is just one of my favorite months. It always has been. Um, so I'm really excited for this upcoming season, especially... Um, I've done a lot of learning about this time of year recently. We will be having a episode coming out here soon to kind of explore the history of what we know as Halloween. And we're going to tie in some common themes for the month, which I want to preface with was not intentional. So I am recording this at the end of September but we have already recorded two episodes with the amazing Shelby Nye, my favorite bad witch. Um, and one of the episodes we had her on for that my boyfriend Logan also joined us in. So that's a really good one. I'm excited for you guys to hear that conversation. Um, but we're talking about the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And that is actually um, part of the overall theme of October, astrologically speaking. Um, so the last time we did a episode like this, I kind of utilized my Magic of Eye astrological planner. Um, I absolutely love this thing. Huge, 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 huge shout out to one of my amazing friends, Coda. She actually gifted me this for my birthday this past year and it has done wonders for my spiritual practice and my studies and to really utilize um, the planets and the energies of things to manifest in different ways and really get myself back on track. So, so grateful for her. I love her to pieces and so I just wanted to pay thanks to her because also, that's how I'm able to share this information with you guys. Um, so this month, this is actually coming out on the day of the new moon, which is in Libra, which also happens to be my brother Cade's birthday. So shout out to Cade. I love you. Happy birthday. I'm so proud of you and everything you've accomplished. It's really crazy to see you as like a full-fledged like you're adulting like I know you're still at home but like you're in a, a whole ass adult and like I'm just really proud of you and I'm excited to see how the next few years unfold for you I love you so much and my other brother Landon who is also a Libra his birthday is on the 10th um so I just wanted to say happy birthday to you as well Landon super fucking proud of you um both of them are just, I don't know, such well-rounded kids, and I just love them to pieces, and I can't even express how proud I am of the both of them. So we are going to be having both of them on the show eventually as well, so you guys will get to meet them and learn more about them in the future, which I am very excited about. Um, 
So happy new moon. Uh, happy birthday to all the Libras out there. Um, new moon and Libra brings lots of balance. They are air signs. So, and obviously with the Libra, their sign is the scale. So really balanced energies. Uh, some reflection or affirmation that we could use for the new moon. Uh, I should preface this. If you guys want to write this stuff down, if you guys practice or want to practice, um, as far as affirmations go and uh, journaling, we're going to talk about journaling later in the episode. Um, and I am doing a collective reading as well. I just thought I would start out by giving the overall themes of the month and kind of what's going on, um, generally speaking. And then we will jump into the reading. And you guys, I went, <laughs> I went ham, but like the universe, spirit, like whatever you choose to call that, um, wanted me to pull a lot of cards. Like this is a really big reading. I'm not used to doing readings this big and interpreting this many cards all together. Um, so this is going to be really awesome practice for me. Um, it's going to give a little bit more depth to the reading. And um, I'm just kind of excited to see how other people who read kind of interpret this, maybe things that I don't see um, that I can kind of learn from after the fact but I'm really excited if you want to see the spread make sure you are following us on sad girl hours podcast on Instagram and Facebook and you will be able to see that um, we're gonna do that here in a little bit and then from there I will kind of talk more about um, the new moon and kind of journaling prompts you can do, um, what we should be doing during the new moon or options of what you can be doing during the new moon to really harness this energy. Um, so we have the new moon, Libra, and then our full moon this month is going to be in Aries. That is on October 20th. So for the new moon affirmation... It says, I initiate harmony in my relationships. Artistry is a form of reverence to nature's beauty. And then for the full moon, it says, I integrate my masculine and feminine. The universe balances itself, um, which we will not be doing a separate episode for the full moon. So what I do want to say is um, full moons are usually the time where um, you've harvested the intentions that you set at the beginning of the month with the new moon, and we are letting things go that no longer serve us to make room for the blessings and lessons that are going to come forward in the following month. Um, so a good thing, I think, to keep in mind as far as letting go is maybe letting go of a negative or limiting belief that you have to be more masculine or feminine and really... Um, this month there is going to be a lot of integrating that masculine and feminine, which we will learn more about later in the month. Um, so if you don't necessarily know what that is, don't freak out. We're going to get into that. Um, so keep an eye out for that episode. Um, and the it says monthly themes are balance, relationships, and equality. 
So before we get into the October reading, let's see. I wanted to touch on the overall themes of today specifically for the new moon. So it looks like it's stating the overall themes are love it up and diamond mind. So diamond mind, intellectual sass, mental clarity, hypercommunication, organization skills, caffeine for curiosity and quick learning, conscious channeling with the information gods on your side can be challenging for flighty scattered attention miscommunication and jumping to conclusions so maybe keep that in mind today and then the other overall theme was love it up connection elixir sexy lover times social indulging union buzz relational healing and rapport building self-nourishment pleasure creativity and beauty sensual flowing materials and new outfits Eat that chocolate and enjoy it can be challenging for closed hearts and harsh conditions. So sounds like it's going to be a really fun, interesting energy today. Um, (laughs) With that being said, I because I am wanting to kind of show um, just my spiritual journey throughout the podcast with these episodes, um, I also want it to kind of reflect just like my craft and how it kind of like an open diary for people to see like what happens when we're doing these kinds of things and whoever's listening can make their own judgments about what they want to about it. But like observe this practice and see the things that can come out of it. So um, I wanted to share the new moon reading I did for myself in September and then the full moon reading that I did in September um especially since I am in an energy where it's time for a lot of reflection on things I thought it would be a good way for me to practice that as well so the new moon was September 5th and that was new moon in Virgo And I started this day with a uh, earth meditation. It was a grounding meditation through light code. I will be talking about them a lot lately. Uh, So light code is um, actually a producer that I am very fond of. He goes by LS Dream. Um, It's his side project that he does that with his wife. Um, So it's a lot of different meditations and spiritual guidance it's I don't know he's just a really awesome human I highly recommend it they are on YouTube um so I started my day with that and it really um I don't know I haven't felt that grounded in a really long time and that was a really big theme during that time was getting grounded again because I was very much operating mostly from my third eye and crown chakra and not really anything else I found out through doing some of these meditations. Um, so that was really my main focus throughout September was working on being grounded and listening to my needs kind of a lot more. So for this reading, I pulled the Six of Cups, Four of Wands, the Chariot, and we actually... Um, 
for the collective reading that I did for the month of October, we actually pulled the Six of Cups. So you will be hearing about that card again later in the reading. Um, But then I also have this app. It's called the Moonly app. And there's a lot of different uh, help and divination that you can get through that app. But one of my favorite parts of it is the rune section. Um, It is free if you want to unlock everything. You do have to pay for it. I have not done that yet. So, um, but it has daily affirmations, cool things like that. And every day it has a daily rune for you. So I go in there usually every day, check on that. And before I did this reading, I checked and my rune for the day was Perthro. And it was connected to the mysterious, unseen, and occult, as well as pregnancy. And that's mostly why it stuck out to me, was because, obviously, I am pregnant. (laughs) Um, So, uh, just a brief overview of this reading. With the Six of Cups, this was signifying an increased level of harmony in relationships, giving and receiving, getting in touch with the inner child, and this card also refers to pregnancy, (laughs) Um, but it says children are often here to teach you something about yourself and can serve as great advisors and how to stay present and open-minded, and I was thinking a lot about that during that time, um, just because the more time that passes, the closer it is that I'm going to have a literal child in my arms. I feel like being pregnant is probably the easiest part of parenthood um, because you don't have to, you're not, I don't know, you're not doing anything. I mean, you can still do stuff to mess babies up. I'm totally butchering this, but you guys get what I mean. Like they're safer in the belly and you don't have to try and make parenting choices that they are going to understand and possibly carry the weight of certain things later like that doesn't come until they're physically here um but I think it's important to understand that they are here to teach us just as much as we are here to teach them so that was a really big thing for me um And then I pulled the Four of Wands, joyful celebration, appreciation of the good things in life, commemorate a significant event or milestone, returning home to the people and places that feel familiar, supported, and secure, associates with home environment, talk of moving and renovating. After a period of rapid growth and expansion, it's now time to pause and celebrate what you've achieved so far. Fours normally signify signify stability and firm foundation so um this reading I pulled was not too long after we had first gotten settled into our new home um by the time this comes out it'll be about a full month since we've been there and um this really just speaks to that like I I can't even express like what a difference it has made being in this house. Our animals are so much happier. We are so much happier. Um, and it is a huge milestone and a huge, just, it's a big deal. And I think that a lot of times when we like reach a milestone, 
we immediately want to jump to the next thing, but it's really important to kind of revel in the success, regardless of how big or small it is. And I kind of think that this was really what it was meaning is to take that time for these wins and um, really appreciate that energy and sit in that energy for a bit before you move on to the next thing. Um, and then I pulled the chariot. This is a card of willpower and determination. You have discovered how to make decisions in alignment with your values. And now you are taking action on those decisions, channeling your inner power, take focused action. And then it says, quote, others may try to block you, distract you or drag down the pursuit of your goal, calls you to assert yourself, be bold in expressing your desires and laying down your boundaries, which that was a really, 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 really big thing for me. I mean, even the past couple months, but like September, I was really wanting to make sure that I was building foundations of setting boundaries and not just kind of setting them and letting them be knocked down and then being like, okay, well, I tried. Like, um, especially if you're somebody that's not really great with setting boundaries or sticking to them, like the more you stick to them and speak your truth, even with super small things, um, the better of a boundary line you're going to be able to have a lot more secure structured boundary and then it will be a lot easier eventually for you to set those boundaries um and then the back of the deck energy for that reading I got the page of cups creative energy is flowing be open-minded and curious asking you to embrace your inner child which is a huge thing that keeps coming up it's been the inner child and the divine masculine it says, explore a new facet of yourself, trust intuition, and be open to the multitude of intuitive messages coming your way. And as I was doing this reading for myself, I was listening to LS Dream's Rave Cave set. And music is a really big way that my guides in the universe connects with me. Um, and I just received so many crazy synchronicities that matched up throughout the entire reading. Um... And honestly, like, because September was also Suicide Awareness Month, I was reflecting a lot on that because I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do for that episode and how to go about it. And I was just reflecting a lot on my own life and my own um, suicidal ideation. And I actually just recorded, before I started this, recorded an episode with a um, pre-licensed therapist. Her name is Allison. She was amazing. Um, so we're going to talk more about that. But like the space I'm in currently, like it's just weird because I came away from that conversation kind of feeling like hmm, maybe you're not as crazy as you as you thought. Maybe you really are just human and we all just need to acknowledge that we are all human and we all make mistakes and we all have... Um, we all have hard times and we all go through hard things and I just, I am in a place where I never thought I would be at least definitely not this soon and I am just very grateful for that. So I took a, that entire day of the new moon to really reflect on that and set the intention with my knowledge of everything that I've gone through the past seven years um, to really set clear intentions for those boundaries and making myself that priority and learning 
to love myself and making a decision to put my inner child first so that I can be the best me that I can be for the ones around me and my daughter. And that is just really my main focus right now. Um, so that was my new moon. And then for my full moon, so remember new moon is new beginnings, intention setting, planting those seeds for the month ahead. And then the full moon is when we, if you played your cards right, did what you were supposed to be doing, took those actions that were necessary to fulfill those goals and intentions, um, you will reap those benefits. And then you are going to let which no longer serves you fall away. Uh, This could be um, limiting beliefs about yourself, uh, negative self-talk, negative um, habits that you hold or views about yourself, things like that. Um, So the full moon was September 20th, and this was a full moon in Pisces, and I am a Pisces, and that day was great for me. I loved it. However, the days following, not as much. Very sleepy. Um, I am also hitting kind of a growth spurt in my pregnancy, but still, I just... Very sleepy and emotional and a little bit too much in my depths. And I'm just like, okay, I understand. I understand why people don't always like this energy. Because it's just it's just a lot, man. It's a lot. And it's easy to get stuck in it. I think even if you're not a Pisces during this time, things are hard and full of a lot of uncertainty. And people are still recovering from the pandemic and everything. And I think everyone's just trying to do their best to be happy and do the best they can right now so I think it's easy to kind of fall into that energy my daughter is kicking me and I just love that this is the time that she's choosing to make her presence known because whenever we (laughs) we were trying to get her to wake up so my dad could feel her earlier and she would not so (laughs) Ophelia or Ophelia whichever we are naming her we are not sure yet says hello to all of the sad girl listeners. (laughs) So for my full moon reading, I pulled the world, and then I did a clarification card, and I pulled the sun. And I had the page of pentacles clarification card for that was the three of wands. And then I pulled the six of swords, and I believe that was the last one, yeah. So to start out with the world. It says you are glowing with a sense of wholeness, achievement, fulfillment, and completion. In a short sense, things are coming full circle. Signifies birth of a child. You are in the right place doing the right thing. The world card invites you to reflect on your journey, honor your achievements, and tune into your spiritual lessons. Express gratitude for what you have created and harvested. Make sure you don't rush into your next project. Celebrating your journey will set you up for success when you are ready for your next challenge. So, see, and people who don't, like, necessarily uh, understand or believe in this, like, I just, before, I really did not pull, like, except for when I was getting signs for pregnancy that I was choosing to ignore, like, I don't know, I don't feel like I ever pulled, um, as many cards that talk about pregnancy as much as I do now, and it just blows my mind. Um, But also full circle, we're in the full moon, hitting the end of that cycle. Um, Next is the sun. 
Connect to your power base, not fear-driven, egotistical power, but the abundant inner energy radiating through you. This really focuses on the solar plexus chakra. You are being asked to radiate your energy and gifts out into the world, tap into your power, and use your divine will to express... Jeez. To express... (laughs) that power in positive ways things are getting better um which I really (laughs) just (sighs) loved that reassurance um because I can I feel like a lot of times I'm not very patient when I'm trying to get things to change in a certain aspect when I'm doing spiritual work um so I've really needed to learn how to be patient and just knowing that things are are good and they are safe and we are secure right now. Um, Then I pulled the Page of Pentacles, a welcome message of new beginnings. You are tapping into your ability to manifest a personal goal and dream and maybe in the midst of a new venture of some kind. You are ready to level up your skills and learn something new so you can manifest your dreams. Page represents the initial motivation and energy to begin the process of turning those dreams to reality. You need to put in place clear plans for achieving your dreams and goals. Then underneath that was the three of wands. While the two of wands speaks to planning for the future, the three of wands shows that your plans are now well underway and you are considering it even more opportunities to expand. Broaden your horizons. Take advantage of this potential. You must stay committed to your path and be prepared to stretch beyond your comfort zone. This card encourages you to dream bigger than your limitations. Accept your vision and be confident you will achieve it. Underneath that was the Six of Swords. In a state of transition, leaving behind what was familiar and moving towards the unknown, this card could signify a loss, but the sadness over what is lost or released will be replaced by greater mental clarity and renewed acceptance of change. This card invites you to let go of whatever is holding you back. Instead, look at the future and choose the way most in alignment with your highest good. Use this as an opportunity for changing your beliefs about yourself, moving away from who you used to be and towards who you want to be. This card asks you to reflect on any emotional and mental baggage you may carry as you move from from one phase to the next. These swords may be memories, relationships, habits, behaviors, thought patterns, or beliefs that no longer serve you. Decide what you need to take with you and what you can leave behind. Which also blew my mind the day I did this because it took me back to that light code meditation. Because at the B, that was at the new moon that I um, watched that. And... It talks in the beginning before you get really deep into the meditation. um, It talks about how you need to think about your cosmic suitcase and what it is that you carry with you on a day-to-day basis. And really take a mental note and decide for your highest good what you keep and what you should leave behind. So a lot of... um, what this said to me was like I'm really in a which and it kind of reflects in this reading a lot the reading that we will be doing for October um but it just kind of (laughs) blows my mind how connected everything has been recently and the veil is thinning the closer and closer we get to Halloween 
Um, so it's not really surprising. It's just kind of wild. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of the process that I was going through through the month of September. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, I'm going to take a little sip sip. You guys, um, now that we are done talking about me, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we're going to get into what we can do for this new moon as far as rituals or just journaling prompts that we can do um, to utilize this energy. And then we will get into our collective new moon reading for October. I do want to preface that with collective readings like this, um, there could be very specific messages that come through that are not necessarily meant for everybody. So I can't stress enough how important it is to take what resonates with you and leave everything else behind. Um, it would be different even if we were doing like pick a card readings, those can get a little bit more specific. But even in those situations, there's when you're reading for a collective, there's just a lot that can be said. Um, so keep that in mind going forward. If there's something within this that you're like, I just really don't feel that, that's okay. And also keep in mind that this is not predicting the future. This is just the energy that we're, that I am seeing through these cards for the upcoming month um, and overall themes to look out for. Um, but we all have free will to change whatever we want to and make whatever decision we want to. So um, take that with a grain of salt as well. Um, so yeah, with that being said, get some water maybe. If you need a snack, do that. Get comfy. Um, get out a pen and paper if you want to write anything down as far as these new moon rituals as well. So as I have mentioned a few times, the biggest thing with the new moon is planting those seeds and those intentions. Um, I would recommend to journal first because sometimes, especially if you're kind of stuck on the in intentions that you want to set and kind of the goals that you have in mind for the month, um, this is a good way to kind of coax those ideas out of you. Um, if you are somebody who likes baths, I would, I would say take a spiritual bath with some Epsom salts, light a candle, um, things like that. And then once you are done, do a meditation. Um, YouTube is amazing for guided meditations. You can find a meditation for literally each specific new moon and full moon. There will be so many up there. So, um, you can do that. You could, if there's something specific you want to focus on you can find that. Um, so I would do some meditation as well and kind of ask yourself, um, kind of just hold space for that question of what what goals do I need to uh, try to, what goals do I need to achieve this month? Um, what are some intentions that I should be setting? And then you can make a list of about 10 goals that you hope to achieve once you kind of have an idea of what you want to do. So then these are some other prompts that you can do for the journaling. And then I will get into the intention setting because I found um, an article of kind of a more specific way to do intention setting. And I normally don't do things that way. I normally just kind of 
wing it how I feel is right, but I was very much called to try this method. So I'm going to share it with you guys in case um, somebody else feels drawn to it. But before you go into your intentions, um, ask yourself, what is one thing that is no longer serving you? Write a goodbye letter to it and release your attachment to this thought and idea. Um, Ask yourself, what do you hope to manifest this month? You can make a list of things you can do to help manifest your dreams, uh, even if it's small steps. Um, You could also do, how can you shift your routine to make your goals more achievable? How have you expressed your creativity lately? I think that's a huge one, especially with we're getting ready to go into the winter months, going back to our roots, um, and everybody's kind of going to be shut in. So getting in the flow with that creativity within your, in yourself and finding that something, especially going into these winter months, I think is really key for a lot of people. Um, is there any area of your life that feels particularly negative or stressful right now? How can you get a better handle on it? What aspects of your life feel well-balanced right now? How could these aspects be used to transform other areas of your life? Which relationship in your life needs tending to? Name several ways in which you can work towards improving this relationship. Um, so that is um, kind of some journal prompts. Um, and as far as like the goal setting goes, statistics actually show that you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals and dreams simply by writing them down on a regular basis. So that doesn't even have to like this spiritual ooh-woo kind of thing. Like it's just a general fact that if you write things like that down and continue to do that and start with small steps, you are so much more likely to actually achieve those goals. Um, And then... The intention setting that I found, which I'm really, really excited to try this, um, but I've already kind of talked about previously in other episodes that when you write down your intentions, you want to write them as if they've already manifested to give them more power. I didn't used to do this, and it made me feel like, like looking back and reflecting, I feel like it did kind of affect the way things would manifest for me. And the second that I started changing the way that I wrote them down and the way I thought about them and visualizing them actually happening for me as I was writing them, uh, this was a huge game changer for me. So for example, I have a loving and supportive relationship rather than I wish to be in a loving and supportive relationship or I exercise five days per week rather than I try to exercise five times per week. Um, So again, can't stress enough writing them down as if they have already happened and using that visualization. Um, So the thing that's different about this way of writing intentions is this girl who wrote the article, she writes her new moon intentions as wishes and she does 10 of them specifically. And for We're going to call them intentions instead of wishes, but she calls them wishes. So for intention number one, it should be something you hope for your friends, relatives, pets, or anyone that needs personal healing energy. So giving love to something outside of yourself, regardless of who or what it is. And then intentions two through nine should be personal. 
the things that you want to come to fruition in the coming month. And then for intention 10, this is a wish for the world, Mother Earth, the animal kingdom. Um, your wish could be for peace, environmental healing, or just to or just to a place where you want to send positive energy, which I think is beautiful. This is why I was drawn to it, because I was just like, that's awesome. Like, because you're consciously sending love and healing energy out to other people, but in a way where it's a very balanced process. You're giving to yourself um, just as much as you are giving to others. And then she says, once you write out your list of wishes and intentions, Put them in a sacred place and read them often. Um, which what I've done that I've really liked is writing my intentions down. And when I'm done, I will put them under my moon water for the f rest of the month. And at the end of the month, I will burn them if I feel like they have come to a fruition or that I have done the work needed um, to make those manifestations come through. Um so I'm going to try that. Um, we will find out at the beginning of November how that works out for me because um, I'm going to try and keep doing those these specific type of episodes at the beginning of the month. Um, so hopefully you guys like them because <laughs> um, this has been really fun for me to do. Um, so I think I'm going to continue it. I keep stuttering, guys. What the hell? <laughs> Um, something else I wanted to share that I thought was awesome were these intention mantras, which I'm going to write them out on mirrors and kind of utilize saying these every day. But this would be really good to say during a new moon ritual after you write down your intentions. Um, the first one says, the universe supports my divine intention. I am in alignment with my intentions. I am honoring my intuitive gifts. It is my intention to trust my divine connection. My intention is to manifest all for my highest good with harm to none. And this is the biggest thing with intentions and having manifestations come through for you is that it's all about intention and where your heart actually is. If your heart really isn't in the right place with the intentions and the things that you're trying to achieve, it really is not going to work out for you or it's going to work out in a way where it really just not what you wanted, not what you expected probably. Um, but the new moon really has a lot to do with self-care, um, renewal, finding direction. Um, other things you could do is creating a dream board. Um, just literally any type of self-love definitely take some time for yourself to do that today. A big thing with the thinning of the veil and getting closer to Halloween is going back to our roots and our ancestry line specifically. So if you are someone who is spiritual, um, but you don't really um, connect with your ancestral team very frequently, um, utilize this time to maybe create that foundation to be doing so. You can create a sacred space and make a special altar where you can direct your prayers um, and really just connect with them and talk to them. It's going to feel really weird at first, um, but I I find a lot of value and a lot of lessons to be learned when I do kind of sit down and try and build that rapport with my guides 
and my ancestors. Um, another thing to do would be pay close attention to patterning during these cycles um, and kind of reflect on the shifts that you notice. Um, I found, I don't know if this would also be considered a mantra, but I really loved this. I will probably post a picture of this on the social media pages just because it is a little bit longer, but it says, as I welcome this new moon, I look deep within myself. I reflect over the life I have led and the life that I wish to lead. In my sacred space, I embark upon new beginnings and I listen to my eternal soul as to what it is that I truly deserve. On this day, grant me the courage to pursue my dreams. Bless me with your harmony to ignite the pathway to my greatest success. I wish for peace, happiness, and health to everyone around me and for the abundance of love that surrounds us to be received by all. So with all of that being said, let's jump into this monster of a reading, which, fitting. (laughs) So the first card I pulled was the Hermit Upright. And The hermit really signifies going inward, uh, very much fits the theme of this time of year and following suit of the patterns of the earth that we are in right now is um, going inward, going back to those roots. It shows that you're taking a break from everyday life to draw your energy and attention into yourself and find the answers you seek deep within your soul. You realize that your most profound sense of truth and knowledge is within yourself and not in the distractions of the outside world. This is a time to leave behind the mundane to set off on a journey of self-discovery led only by your inner wisdom and guiding light. Now is the perfect time to go on a weekend retreat or sacred pilgrimage, anything in which you can contemplate your motivations, personal values, and principles and get closer to your authentic self. Sorry, you guys. I am out of breath. I'm going to be real with you. (laughs) I forgot um, the Oracle deck. And I don't know this specific Oracle deck as well as my Goddess deck. And I pulled so many Oracle cards that I was like, I can't not like give the books interpretations of these because I just don't know them well enough. But I was called to use them. So good thing about being around the corner from my parents is I just got to run over there and grab it and then came right back and started recording again. So much like the first episode, take some deep breaths with me. All right, so the hermit invites you to retreat into your private world and experience a deep sense of seclusion and introspection. You know that you need to take this journey alone or with a small, intimate group of spiritually-minded people. When you allow yourself to tune into your inner guiding light, you will hear the answers you need and grow wise beyond your years. Find your light, shine it on your soul, and create your unique path. You will see what lies ahead of you, not miles upon miles, but enough to know where to step next. From there, take one step at a time. Um, 
a lot of times this card will come up when you're in a really pivotal point in your life and you could be considering a new direction. Um, so this card really asks you to sit through meditation, contemplation, and self-examination. And from there, you can begin to reevaluate your personal goals. <laughs> I don't know why I said that so weird. Goals? Um, <laughs> I am so sorry, you guys. I'm in such a weird mood. Anyways, and... Um, you know, if you feel like you need to change your overall course, you can do that. And during this time, you will look at your life with a deeper, more spiritual understanding. And a few of your priorities will probably change as a result. So kind of keep that in mind for the overall month of October. Um, so from there, I pulled the King of Pentacles. And if you remember... From September's monthly reading, we had a few pentacles. So this is very earthy energy, uh, represents the earth signs, um, but it also represents material wealth, financial abundance, and worldly success. So it says, this king is a faithful provider. He uses his ambition and confidence to create wealth for himself and others and generates his self-worth from what he has accumulated and can share with others. He's also a fatherly figure who provides others with advice, guidance, and wisdom, especially in financial and work-related matters. So when the King of Pentacles appears, it is signifying that you are confident and successful at attracting and managing wealth. Not only do you identify opportunities for growth and success, but you also draw upon your self-discipline and control to manage your wealth and invest it wisely for the long term. So if this does not sound like you... This is a sign and a push to really make this a priority within your life during the month of October. Um, it can also relate to a vision that you are trying to turn into something that is tangible. You could be the ultimate business owner. You do not merely come up with ideas and hope for the best, but you work hard to map out your plan of attack, gather your resources, and manifest your goals often with tremendous success, which is amazing because we're at the beginning of the month, new moon, to plant those seeds and have that vision and that goal. Um, this card signifies that money flows easily and abundantly to you, and as you sit at the pinnacle of your economic power and influence, you can rest assured of your continued prosperity. You no longer struggle to achieve what you desire, like the page and the knight, nor do you have any need to prove yourself. Um. Now, and for everybody, this might not necessarily have to do specifically with finances. Um, this could also indicate the final fulfillment of a creative task, a business venture, or investment. Through diligence, responsibility, and attention to detail, you can achieve great things and can finally say that you have completed your task or attained your goal. You can now enjoy all that you have accomplished and the successes you have created. You have created a rich life, not just financially, but also spiritually, which will set you up for the future. Um, King of Pentacles knows that a methodical, planned, and well-thought-out approach will lead you to success. You have experimented in the past with what works best and have landed on your own methods and practices you know will continue to work for you in the future. Continue down this path rather than trying new ways of doing things. You do not need to take any more risks, which I find interesting because like 
if you need to kind of change some things up within life, sometimes you have to take some risks. But even for my own personal readings that I got for kind of what to expect for the month of October, it was very like half and half energy. Like it was very much um, take this time to really reflect on things, take your time to celebrate the successes that you have um, achieved this past year and use this time to plan. Like it's very much a planning energy um, because when we go into the winter months, we're able to, we're kind of hibernating. So you have all this extra time to dedicate to certain things, especially if you're wanting to try something new. This is very much a good time for you to start studying that aspect of whatever it is you're interested in and use these winter months to nourish yourself with that knowledge that you're passionate about so that by the time we come back into the rebirth of things, when things start warming up in the spring and we are going through that rebirth, you can come out of that rebirth with a whole different facet of yourself, a whole new part of you that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have pursued or thought possible. Um, If there's something that has been on your mind to kind of explore and venture with, use this time to map out a plan to be able to successfully reach those small goals and then continue to do this month over month. Kind of use those energies to your advantage and it seems like this is going to be a month of really big seeds being planted as far as creative aspects um, and business ventures. Um, I did pull a couple clarification cards for the King of Pentacles just to get a little more in-depth insight. I did that for the King of Pentacles as well as the King of Cups that we have in reverse. And it's interesting that we have two kings and it's so balanced because one is upright and one is upside down. Um, And the amount of six of not six of cups, sorry, that's one of the cards we pulled, but the amount of cups cards that ended up actually like coming up is a little insane. For the clarification cards uh, for the King of Pentacles, we pulled the Two of Wands and the Five of Swords, which wands represent the fire energy um, and swords represent that air energy. Um, So for the Two of Wands, um, it talks about... Basically turning literally what literally what I was just talking about. Um, it's an inspiration from the Ace of Wands and turns it into a clear action plan. So you went through the discovery phase and you know what you want to man- manifest. Now you need to figure out how. You're exploring your options and carefully plotting out the path ahead, accounting for all possibilities and potential changes. You are open to growth and exploring new territory so long as you maintain a level of certainty that your efforts will work out in the end. So when the two of wands appears, um, it says that you're not ready to make your move quite yet. It's important for you to establish a clear plan before proceeding. Um, The two of wands is also about discovery, particularly as you step outside your comfort zone and explore new worlds and experiences. It may take courage to set out, but this card gives you the confidence of self-knowledge. You know what your goal is, and you are sure to eventually achieve it so long as you establish that clear plan before proceeding. (laughs) Um, 
This also indicates that you're considering your long-term goals and aspirations and you're kind of ready to, again, plan out what you need to do to achieve them. You've already come so far and now you feel ready for a change. This is time for your long-term future in mind. So reflect on everything that's gotten you into this point, but take some time um, to kind of think about the future and what you want to shape for yourself. It's very important to remind yourself to be present and be balanced, but you do in certain aspects kind of have to look ahead a little bit. It's not good to live too much in the future or the past and even too much in the present. So kind of look to your future a little bit, see what things, uh, not necessarily about yourself, but for lack of a better term, what things about yourself do you want to let go of? What are limiting beliefs or limiting habits that you hold with you that you need to let go of? And if you didn't have any of those limiting beliefs and you could imagine any future for yourself that you want, think about that. What does that ideal future that feels right for you look like? And then make those small steps accordingly. And obviously, um, you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone to do this. Um, but that's that's just kind of what happens if you want to grow. Growing is... Uh, uncomfortable and scary and it feels like you're taking a leap of faith um but if you just follow your gut and your intuition and what feels right for you even when it's scary I promise you it will always work out in your favor um it also says that twos and tarot's often represent decisions of some sort with this too, you may make a choice between sticking with what you know or taking a risk. You understand the world has something bigger and more meaningful to offer you, yet you also realize that you must leave your familiar grounds to capitalize on this opportunity. Even though you already invested a lot into your current circumstances, it is imperative that you step out of those to... Oh, wait, hold on. Um, sorry, you guys. Um... My mom needed to talk to me really quick, and so I had to cut that off kind of funny. I apologize, um, but I we worked with what we could. Um, so for the twos and tarots, um, it talks about how even though you've already invested a lot into your current circumstances, it's imperative that you step out and explore your options. So really expanding your horizons between your immediate, or not between, but beyond your immediate environment. And it says, with careful planning and moderated approach, you will set yourself up for success. Um, so maybe for some of you, um, as far as like workplace goes, there could be um, a lot of you that are unhappy within where you are working and kind of keeping yourself in a box. Utilize this time and energy to kind of seek out other options for yourself that may be a better fit that would kind of help you stand more in your energy, things that you think that you would be good at. Um, if any of you are kind of thinking about going back to school for something that you're really passionate about, um, this would be a good time to look into that. Um, and not necessarily taking the action, but really taking the time to dive deep into what it is that is going to align with your truest path, essentially making that plan 
to be able to reach those goals. Um, the other clarifier card was the Five of Swords, and this could turn up when there's a falling out, disagreement, or conflict. You could be walking away from something or someone with a sense of sadness and loss. You may be upset and resentful over heated words, things like that. Um, and it talks about as you're picking up the pieces and setting the conflict behind you, you find that it could be more difficult than you thought. Others have lost faith in you and are keeping their distance. You will need to decide whether you point whether your point of view is so important to you that you're willing to put your relationships in jeopardy or if you can compromise and see eye to eye. Um, so keep that in mind if there's any conflicts going on um, that even if you quote unquote were the one that was right in the situation, being able to, even if you don't necessarily need to connect with that person still and stay in that person's life, it's very important to not hold any of that bad energy or anger and to be able to forgive um, and realize that we are all human, even if it is for yourself to not be carrying around that bad blood. Um, basically, this is a card that gives you advice to pick your battles. So you, maybe this month, some of us are feeling a little bit more like we want to fight or have more conflict and you're, we're really wanting to prove that we're right and defending ourselves. Um, but it's important to keep in mind how we're gauging in these disagreements or if we are projecting and trying to just kind of pick fights because of one reason or another. Um, the Five of Swords can often indicate that you are competing with others on the path to success. You see them as threats to your own happiness, and so you seek to win at any cost. If you have been engaged in a conflict and you can see it taking its toll, the Five of Swords is an invitation to apologize. The longer you brood or the more you try to prove you were right, the more challenging the relationship will become. Be ready to say what's on your mind um, and really be open and honest. Um... So what I'm feeling with this, um, be ready if you kind of are the person that is in the wrong, be ready to be accountable and make those amends um, and really try not to justify your behavior just to let it go and move on. Look for common ground with those that you've been fighting with or seek forgiveness so that you can put it behind you. Um for me, I think the way that this correlates is this could be very specific for somebody. So if this doesn't resonate with you, um, <clears throat> then obviously just ignore it. Um, but I think that when we place our boundaries and if we change something that is best for us, sometimes it can disrupt or upset any kind of relationship that we have going, whether that's romantic, a friendship, family, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, and sometimes that can cause conflict. And so if you start making this plan for the betterment of yourself and you start upsetting people take note of that but don't let it rile you up don't oh my goodness 
don't let it turn into something bigger than what it needs to be. Unfortunately, when we are realigning with ourselves on our path, sometimes there are relationships that fall away from that. But making sure that we are not projecting onto other people and being accountable for when we are in the wrong during this month is going to be huge when it comes to setting our boundaries and everything like that. Um, so we are going to move on to, and I may have more like correlations or thoughts that I have. We're just going to get through the cards that I have pulled um, and then we'll kind of see as far as correlations go. So we have the King of Cups in reverse. It is the only card that we have in reverse. And it indicates that you are focusing your attention on your innermost feelings. You are discovering the emotions stored in your subconscious mind and how these emotions affect you. Through this work, you hope to gain a stronger sense of control over your emotional well-being so that your feelings don't steer you away from living your best life. You may read more self-help books, journaling, or seeking the support of a trained counselor or hypnotherapist so that you can journey deep into your subconscious mind. When the reverse King of Cups appears in your spread, you may be prone to emotional upset and drama. Others may trigger you or push your buttons hard, even to where you worry you might lose it and throw an emotional tantrum. You may feel moody, depressed, anxious, and unpredictable. You may also lack in self-compassion, beating yourself up over small things. Um, which I'm, I've really tried to work on that with myself. Um, and it says, if this resonates, seek to understand the root cause of your emotions and bring your conscious awareness to the impact, to the impact that they are having on your life. Pay attention to your emotional balance and find your place of calm and compassion. Other people may trigger these emotional responses in you, but it's up to you to stay in control. The reverse king of cups could show that you are repressing your emotions and withdrawing from the outside world because you fear what may happen if you were to confront your feelings head on. Your feelings are bottling up inside you and you are at risk of an emotional outburst if you allow the pressure to get too much. Um, and it's funny, this says, if this resonates, consider finding a therapist to help you work through your feelings in a safe environment. And I just had a therapist on today, so... Um, I will link her information. Um, so this part of the card, I also want to say could be a very specific message. So again, if this does not resonate with you, don't, don't take it. But it says at worst, the reverse king of cups can represent someone who is vindictive and has a talent for being able to punish others through emotional manipulation he uses emotional blackmail to get his way and to push his personal agenda. He leaves you feeling uncertain about yourself and as if you are the problem, not him. This only leads to undeserved emotional instability within you. If this sounds like someone you have met in the past, you still have work to do in releasing yourself from his controlling forces. So obviously very specific um, message and very specific type of person. Um, uh, and it, I can't help but think about the Gabby Petito case um, and what happened with her in that description and um maybe there's reason for that i mean there has been a lot more talk of domestic violence and domestic abuse every ever since her case broke so if you or someone you know is in that kind of situation this may be the time to 
get out, get help. There are resources that I can look into to help you. Um, but really creating a plan and maybe that's what all of this planning and, and, you know, for some of you, maybe that's what this is, is maybe it's not time to act yet to leave. Um, but maybe it's time to get a safety plan in place and do what you can to prepare to get out in the safest way possible. So, um, I felt the need to say that. So I hope to God there's nobody listening in that situation, but there unfortunately is a chance that there could be or somebody that a listener knows that's in that situation. Um, But again, very specific message. And then the cards that we pulled uh, for the King of Cups in reversed, I pulled two other ones to give more insight into that. And we got the Six of Cups and the Eight of Cups. Um, which again, interesting. Um, but the six of cups really is inviting you to get in touch with your inner child, kind of experience fun, freedom and innocence as if you were a kid again. And so doing kid activities like coloring books or just having a dance party, like things that allow you to be playful and spontaneous and creative to connect more with your authentic self and your intuition Um, This could also refer to any children that are in your life. It can suggest a pregnancy, a birth, and siblings who play nicely together, which is also very specific. Um, It could also be a sign that you're going to be spending more time with young children. Um, And as I talked about earlier when we talked about the Six of Cups, um, children are really here to teach us and they can be really great advisors. So they're really able to show us good examples of how to stay present and open-minded and curious and see the world in a magical place. Um, But I think this is more so meaning in order to kind of navigate the waters of this month, going back to our inner child and doing that healing work and maybe kind of seeing what things about our life have come to fruition due to our inner child and maybe our limiting beliefs and taking note of that and using that information of the things that once made us happy when we were younger and the things that once were magical to us using that information as a way to set intentions of how to get back into that spot and kind of integrate that inner child with your present being um, in order to bridge that gap a little bit Um, The Eight of Tarot um, actually could come up when you're, when somebody feels compelled to walk away from a disappointing situation. Um, It could mean turning your back on an unfulfilling relationship, job, career path, living arrangement, or creative project that was once a source of great happiness to you, but now only brings you pain. Um, It suggests that you sense that something is missing, particularly on an emotional or spiritual level. And instead of waiting around for things to get better, you know you need to leave the unfulfilling situation. It may not make sense to others, um, but if it feels right to you, that's really all that matters um, because you know that what is and is not serving your highest good. This can be a sign that you are trying to escape a problematic emotional situation or avoiding some major psychological issues and concerns. The cups in the foreground represent emotional issues that remain real and present in your life, yet you are trying to pretend as if they no longer exist, refusing to deal with them. 
You may repress your emotions or refuse to have open conversations with others about what's happening, instead preferring to pretend as if everything is okay. This cup, (laughs) I can't talk today, you guys. This eight of cups invites you to ask yourself what brings you joy, contentment, and fulfillment on a deeper level. Without it, you might pursue goals that fail to give you the satisfaction you're seeking. Um, so really, um, as I mentioned, like, this is why it's so important to go back to that inner child and your wants and your needs and where they stem from. And if something is no longer working for you, if something, and this doesn't like, yes, it sounds very, um, uh, relationship geared and relationship based but it really doesn't have to be this can be again a friendship a family member a job um it could be anything it could be even the relationship you have with yourself if you are really trying to make a change within yourself this is saying goodbye to old parts of yourself to allow those new parts to come into fruition um and Let me see, because I had a thought, and I, sorry, you guys. So for me, with that King of Cups in reverse, because it really talks about how sometimes, or during this time, and in this King of Cups reversed energy, you're repressing your emotions and withdrawing, um, and a lot of times this happens when you aren't listening to your intuition of how you feel about things or not speaking in your truth and not um, setting those boundaries. So really taking the time this month to revisit your roots is what is going to help you get through this time and nourishing that inner child and having the courage to walk away from situations that are causing you more emotional distress than positivity. Um, We do have some back of the deck um, cards. We have the Four of Cups and the Temperance card. So the Four of Cups turns up um, when this is basically about new invitations and opportunities that are flowing to you. Um, but maybe these opportunities that are coming aren't necessarily right for you during this time and don't necessarily align with your future path. It can indicate a time when you're turning your attention and your energy internally to realign to this new phase of your life. You know that you need to be standing on firm structure before you can decide your next steps. While you may need to decline some very alluring opportunities, you do so knowing you will be in a better position to say yes to the opportunities that are a better fit for you in the future. You are creating the space within yourself so that you are ready to accept new opportunities later and give them the best possibility of success. Use this time for inward reflection, grounding, and contemplation before accepting the next big thing. Um, this can also appear when you are bored or dissatisfied with your everyday life. You may feel disengaged, apathetic, or unmotivated. Um, it, and the four of cups invites you to bring your attention inward and reevaluate your situation to find a deeper meaning in what you do. 
you may have found yourself disconnected from your emotional self and inner truth and need to reestablish this connection so you can get a greater sense of purpose and direction. Now could be an excellent time to switch off from the distractions of the external world, take a break from social media maybe, to allow you the space to listen to your own voice and inner knowing and gain more clarity. Um, and then from there we have temperance, which... course I didn't I'm just on a roll today you guys so I've been using um bitty tarot for my definitions for things more so than the actual book for my tarot and I think I thought I lost um temperance I know this card pretty well because um I've pulled it a lot it basically is representing balance, which is very much Libra energy and uh, Libra season. Uh, but it also represents patience and moderation into your life. So you are being invited to stabilize your energy and to allow the life force to flow through you without force or resistance. It's time to recover your flow and get your life back into order and balance. This card calls you to remain calm even when life feels stressful or frantic. Maintain an even temperament and manage your emotions. You've learned to keep composed in stressful situations. Little things don't get to you thanks to the seemingly abundant source of patience. Your respect for balance and tranquility is what will help you achieve and experience fulfillment in your life. Um, now is not the time to be highly opinionated or controversial. Be the peacekeeper and take a balanced and moderate approach, avoiding any extremes, including... Um, damn. So this tarot card is about blending, mixing, and combining diverse elements in a way that creates something new and even more valuable than its separate parts. Blending can take on many forms. For example, a blended family, an artist who blends different materials or techniques, a DJ who, uh, fricka, fricka, wow. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> uh, but this card shows that you have a clear long-term vision of what you want to achieve. You're not rushing things along. Instead, you are taking your time to ensure that you do the best job you can. You know you need a moderate, guided approach to reach your goals. Finally, this card reflects higher learning. You are learning a great deal where you are now and are at peace with what you are doing. It is all coming together well. Your inner voice is guiding you to the right outcome, and you are patiently listening and following. So, yeah, I think all of this kind of weird energy throughout the beginning of the reading that kind of it was pretty balanced in like quote-unquote negative and positive aspects for the month but I really think the biggest thing is it's time to be inward and focusing on ourselves individually and making these changes um, or preparing for these changes that we need to be making going forward so if we take that time to really go inward listen to our inner child, listen to our emotions and reconnect with our emotions and being honest about the things that we actually want and crave, regardless of how hard that is, that is going to bring us into that temperance energy. Um, really being balanced and taking our time to map out this plan, um, short-term goals for the next few months is going to 
be that foothold that we need to get us to that next level. So that's what we have for the tarot cards. Um, the oracle cards went freaking crazy because I pulled a back of the deck and it was Gaia. And then underneath her was the wolf. And I just was like, oh my God, that has to go too. I can feel it. And beneath that was the dragonfly. And I just resonated with all of it. So I was like, all of you are coming. So um, we have quite a few oracles <laughs> to talk about, which I'm excited because again, just even more clarity on the reading. So the first oracle card we pulled is the fairies earth magic which I've had fairies and the fae come up a lot recently which is why I think we need to be naming my daughter Faya which has yet to be determined but I think she is sending signs that that is her name so um for this card it says you have the same power available to you as the fairies do it starts with loving the earth through your heartfelt gratitude and appreciation but more important through your actions the fairies can help you reconnect in a more intimate way with the earth, and all they require is your willingness to pay attention to the trees and plant life around you and demonstrate your care. Whether you live in a small space or have an expanse of land, make it a point to be especially attentive to your surrounding vegetation. Plant something, get your hands in the dirt, and do so with love and enthusiasm. Every flower, tree, or shrub you are tending to is a living being so treat each like you would a dear friend ask the fairies to help you take care of these friends and you will be rewarded many times over um so plant life especially going into the winter months um i know a lot of people that suffer with seasonal depression um maybe look into plants that do well through the winter inside obviously indoors and start getting some plants and honestly, just paying that homage and acknowledging and showing gratitude to Mother Earth um, because she genuinely does love us and she is receding back into her roots. And this is a time um, where things eventually, you know, all of the leaves are going to be falling off the trees. And for a few months, there's going to be very little... Um, as far as plant life that we can kind of pay homage to and be around, you're not going to be able to be outside as much. And I mean, unless you like snow, I just, I don't like being out in the snow. I just don't. Um, so I think this is just saying like during the rest of this month, like get out while you can get out and um, connect with nature as much as you can before um, we go into this new season. I hope you can't hear it, but the dogs are barking, losing their minds. I love them dearly, but oh my goodness. The next oracle card that we have is wind, if I can find it. And this stands for activation. So it says the lethargy you feel is the result of a lack of activation. In other words, something that stirs your senses. This could be anything from walking outdoors, feeling the breeze on your body, or inhaling the different aromas that nature herself provides. Or it could be finding the pleasure in a warm bath that helps you release the tension and stress from your mind and body. Music may activate your hearing, which sparks the pleasure centers in your brain. Art may activate your emotional response. The touch of another human may activate a deep need to be physically held in some manner once again. 
Now is the time for action. Engage in some activity and be fully present so that you forget about your surroundings and enter into that timeless and multidimensional experience of union with the focus of your creative attention. Let your physical body be active. Movement alone, whether quietly dancing by yourself or hiking up that hill over yonder, will require you to be as present as possible in your body. Enjoy. I think this is huge because as much as we're seeing a lot of introspection and, um, for lack of a better term, like isolated energy, you want to utilize that time in finding things that light your soul on fire again, especially like it talks about if you're feeling very lethargic. Um, now is really a good time to explore other options and things that you've never tried before that you may really love. Um, and to kind of start that before this new season is going to be very important for how a lot of us spend our time during the rest of the winter months. Our next oracle is rainbow, which signifies blessings. The storm has passed and it is time to enjoy the refreshing beauty of this cycle. Even though it has been difficult to appreciate any sense of purposefulness in what you have endured lately, you can now, as they say, count your blessings. Do not just look at the quote-unquote brighter side, adhering to some ac academic mantra that has no heart or depth. But do so slowly and with genuine gratitude that is expressed up close and personal. This is an ever-evolving process of life itself, and it's a blessing, an opportunity to exist as a human being on Earth. The planet is a beautiful garden, even if it does not always appear to be so. Sometimes it is only when you look back at a memory of an experience that you can truly see the blessings that have come from them. Bless your difficult or painful experiences and let them go. So a lot of reflection, a lot of releasing, and even it talked about with the tarot of um, thinking back on childhood memories and certain things. And really, I think a lot of that, because I find myself, like, I come back um, thought process-wise, like, I find myself coming back to very specific scenarios or situations or times in my life. And each time I revisit those memories, I can take something else away from them. I can learn more about them. Even though I've reflected on things so many times, the more I grow and the more experience that I go through, the more that I can look back on certain things and hold more gratitude for the certain phases and stages in my life. So really take that time, especially if you're feeling down to um, reflect on the blessings that you do have and the amazing things that have come your way, even with how crazy these past couple years have been and take gratitude for that. Um, it's interesting because after the rainbow, we have rain. And so we have fairies and then we have Rainbow, which um, my daughter is a rainbow baby, and her middle name is going to be Rain. So we have fairies, rainbow, and rain. So those are just my personal uh, things that I'm resonating with this. This is a collective reading, but I have to just say that I think that's crazy. So rain signifies purification. Purifying your mind, body, and spirit is the task that is put before you. Purify your mind by identifying a prominent belief that you carry about yourself that inhibits you from being fully engaged in life, from showing up 100% of the time. 
Purify your heart by allowing yourself to breathe in and out blessings and forgiveness so that you can love even more deeply. Let yourself feel your grief, truly feel it, so that the rivers of your tears become miniature baptisms that help heal the wounds in your soul. If necessary, detoxify your body by changing your diet, doing a cleanse for a few days, or simply drinking more water. Increasing the daily amount of water you drink with deep appreciation for its purpose will revitalize your spirit. It is no wonder that in some indigenous languages, water is called lifeblood, as it is so essential to every form of life on earth. Take time to purify yourself. <sighs> Cannot stress drinking more water enough. I am so bad. I've gotten better, but I cannot stress that enough to you guys. It really can make a day and night difference to even your mental state and just how you feel overall. Um, but really, this ties in with letting go of those limiting beliefs, right? Um, really taking time to see what it is that we carry in our cosmic suitcase and what we need to purify and let go so that we can step into the person that we want to be now for the back of the deck energy the first card i pulled was gaia which is nurturing receiving can be a sacred act if your intention is to honor spirit it is a whole it is as holy as giving when performed with a humble and open heart this is even truer when receiving much needed nurturing so let others give to you it may be a stretch to do so at times because of childhood conditioning, but that habit can be overcome. Your wounds can be healed. One way to achieve this is to nurture yourself and allow others to nurture you. Consider the actions you take that are self-nurturing. What comes to your mind when you really think about doing beneficial things for yourself? Set aside your ritualized habits and beliefs that restrict the pure act of allowing your body, heart, and soul to be nurtured. Lie on the earth and ask Gaia to rock you in her bosom as you breathe with her and relax into her loving care. So, obviously, this is huge and ties into, again, everything that we've talked about with this. So, really, I, I like that question. Really think about what comes to your mind when you really think about doing beneficial things for yourself. Um, this time period, this energy we are in, is just so all about the inner child and inner self and everybody going back to their inner work. Um, I just can't stress that enough and nurturing yourself because if we all took the time to nurture ourselves first, we would be better human beings. We would overall be happier and healthier. This would affect everything. It's a ripple effect. It's the butterfly effect. Um, so this is going to be at the forefront of the themes that's going on throughout October. And then we also have wolf, which is instinct. You have lost touch with your instinctual sensitivities. It is the result of cultural and or religious prescriptions dictating that anything wild and instinctual is threatening and therefore has to be controlled or elim eliminated. Now is the time to overcome this limited mindset and tune into these instinctual cues. Let the spirit of wolf be your teacher and call upon this benevolent being for help identifying what those specific cues are saying. Shed some of your inhibitions with the only guideline being to do no harm. Experiment by getting out of the straitjacket of familiar societal norms and listening to those sensations in your gut that are trying to give you a message. It may be a warning or an urging to take action of some sort. 
Take some deep breaths and simply notice what your bodily sensations are telling you. Your mind will be the receiver of that information and your body and mind can learn to work more closely with each other once again. So a lot of you are probably feeling kind of cut off from your instinctual side of yourself and that really just correlates to your intuition. And this can happen when we are not aligned with our highest good. Um, or if we are really stuck in mental chatter or racing thoughts, it can be really hard to connect with our guides. It can be really hard to hear and really validate our intuition. So doing a lot of meditation and grounding and deep breathing, um, and doing the center work is what is going to connect you guys back to your intuition and to those instincts of knowing what is best for you and what steps you need to take. So our last oracle card is the dragonfly, which signifies emergence. You are in an intense process of emergence into the next cycle of your life. Unlike more gradual shifts in awareness you've experienced, this one is happening quite rapidly and came on somewhat unexpectedly without any pauses for contemplation or indecision. You may even think that you are unprepared for such dramatic changes in your life, yet you are prepared and can put to use the experiences and wisdom you have accumulated up till now. Life is demanding that you move into the next stage of maturity. This requires you to adjust your thinking about yourself, others, and your community. It calls for you to shed yet another layer of your ego-filled defenses and let go of any illusions of being less than who you are. This period of emergence is one of broadened consciousness and heightened perceptual capacities. And since it is inevitable, it is best to surrender to the flow and allow yourself to gracefully move into the next cycle of your life. Wow. Wow. Just really big shifts changing, you guys. And I can feel like collectively... There's just a lot changing. We're going in, we're moving into the Aquarius age, which is very innovative. Um, I know I've seen a lot of readers um, talk about the fall of our government within the next five years, like really big, dramatic shifts. And a lot of us could be feeling those shifts before they're coming, like kind of when they're underneath the surface. So this is really a time to... Ask yourself where you want to be in five years. What path would it take to get you there? And instead of fighting against these new changes and trying to hold on to the old, you will feel a lot better and things will be a lot easier on yourself if you surrender, which is really hard to do. Um, That is the end of all of those cards. Um, this reading went a lot longer than I thought it would. Um, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize how many cards I had. (laughs) But before we go, we do have um, some affirmations from my universe deck that Haley gifted me. Shout out to Haley. This is one of my favorites. Um, So we pulled oneness is my true nature. I find a deeper meaning and personal growth amid the discomfort. And the moment I realign with love, clear direction is presented to me. So 
it really feels kind of like a lot of tower energy, but not necessarily as drastic. I just feel that there are a lot of things that are no longer serving us as a collective, as a community, as individuals that have been trying to fall away for a long time um, that are finally um, kind of regardless of whether or not we want to or not, things are going to shift um, it seems like there is going to be some difficulties, um, as far as relationships go. Um, but one thing I think is important to remember is if you're placing boundaries, um, that are for your highest good and it upsets somebody that is not on you and that is on them. If you are communicating your boundaries and they keep getting pushed, and you need to separate. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you have to be angry with that person. It doesn't mean that you have to hate that person. You can still absolutely wish that person all of the love in the world, but your peace, um, it needs to take priority right now. Um, so that is kind of a clear way to see what you need to do if you place your boundaries with someone and it makes them angry rather than, um, you know, they understand and listen. It's one thing um, to kind of, I don't know. I just think it's really important to surround yourself with people who respect your boundaries and don't ever try to push those Um Sometimes as scary as it is, the most selfless act you could do is place those boundaries um, and really honor yourself and the things that you need to stay in your peace and to stay aligned with the life you want and the values that you hold for yourself. Um, I don't really know how I feel about this upcoming month. I feel very, um, just very balanced energy, which is so, so Libra energy. It makes sense. So I don't know why I'm so confused about it. Maybe it's just because I am used to kind of questioning, um, the way I see certain cards, but that's okay. Um, I hope that this is something that helped you guys, um, I'm really excited to kind of get into this new month and this new period. Um, we're getting so close to having our, our daughter here. We're only a few months away. And so I really resonate kind of with the time of going inwards and um, just preparing myself and doing everything for myself that I need to be doing to be the best me that I can be for my daughter and I think that's something that we all are kind of going to be doing within this month. Remember, if you have any disagreements or conflict going on, to kind of look at them in a neutral standpoint. Even if things kind of escalate and there needs to be some separation, sometimes the greatest lessons can come from that. And it doesn't mean people can't come back into your life if you so choose it to be. Um, but I think this is very much a month of putting yourself first and really um, doing that inner child work and shadow work and finding that plan of what lights your soul on fire and creating the steps to do so. So 
whatever it is that you guys are working on or projects that you've been thinking about that you just can't seem to shake from your brain, um, follow it. Be curious about it. The worst that can happen is it just really isn't for you and maybe you find something else along the way that suits you more. So with that in mind, I am going to stop blabbing. We have a really amazing month coming up for the podcast. Um, So next week we will be doing our episode with Shelby Nye, the history of Halloween. Um, And then the following episodes we will have our Divine Feminine and Masculine episode out that I mentioned, as well as our episode with Allison Rose, um, the pre-licensed therapist I talked to today. So... I'm really excited. This um, this podcast has helped me learn so much. It has showed me so many different facets of myself. Um, and I hope that it has kind of created a positive butterfly effect for those who listen and the people around me. I actually, shout out to Australia. Um, I guess I have listeners there and a couple other countries. I didn't, I don't usually look at my stats super frequently, but I did recently And we're in quite a few different countries, and I was not expecting that at all. We are consistently kind of growing and reaching more people. So I am just happy to be creating this safe space with you guys. Again, as always, if you have any questions, um, anything that you think I should discuss on the show, you can email in at sadgirlhourspod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media. I don't like to say this a lot, but it would really help if you listen on Apple podcast or could just jump on Apple podcast. You don't have an eye don't need to have an iPhone to do this, but leave us a rating and a comment, especially if this show has helped you in some way, shape or form. Um, I would really love uh, to hear back from you guys in that aspect and ratings. Um, if we get enough of them, people see us more and then we can help more people and kind of just build this safe, safe space. So um, get on Apple podcast and do that if you're enjoying the show. With that, we will take some deep breaths. And with this being the new moon, we are going to do some intention mantras that I mentioned. So repeat after me, please. The universe supports my divine intention. I am honoring my intuitive gifts. It is my intention to trust my divine connection. Beautiful. I will not make you guys repeat that a second time. Whenever you are listening this morning, evening, I hope that you guys have a fantastic whatever it is. Stay safe. Stay beautiful. Have an amazing spooky season. And remember that there is always another day.